Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. We are super excited to have you with us once again. This is a podcast designed to help you build a winning family. And just a note, you may not always feel like your family's winning, and that's okay because we're right there with you. You might feel like you're losing, and uh, we're here to help you today. I am Dr. Linda Travelute, the host of this podcast, and right here beside me, if you're looking at us on YouTube, We've got Rodney and Michelle Gage here, the most incredible marriage mentors in the world. Incredible, 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 (laughs) right? Wow. There's a lot of eyes there for incredible. (laughs) We're thankful for you, Linda. You're such an incredible host as well. (laughs) We got the incredible word. We just hope, I hope, we hope we can live up to the hype there. Appreciate the uh, kind words. We're just dishing the pressure on you. Oh, well, we're just here to help and give hope in any way we can and but yeah, this is going to be a great conversation. It is. We all need encouragement along the way, right? We We're all do. trying to win, and that's the end goal, but we need a little encouragement along the way. Absolutely. I think of a marathon and the people cheering on the side. That's right. You're going to make it. Right, right. <laughs> you know, that's what we're trying to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking off mic just a few minutes ago that we don't always feel like we're winning, right? right? And, right. and so we we don't want to give the idea that that – if you're listening to this podcast, you have to be winning mm-hmm. because we sometimes feel like we're losing. But the mm-hmm. idea here is we're going to help them win, right? right? We're going to help them score. Right. And I love this topic that you guys are going to speak about, the difference between an inheritance and a legacy. Because when we think of leaving something for our children and our ge- grandchildren, a lot of times our first thought is we're going we're gonna to leave an inheritance. But mm-hmm. you're bringing up the idea that you're going to leave them a legacy, which is more important. So it's more important what you leave in them, right. not what you leave for them, yes. right? Absolutely. I love that. Where do you want to start? Oh, goodness. Uh, this is so much on my mind right now because uh, two years ago I lost my father and it was unexpected to us. And it just really has caused us just to really think and process all the things that he left in us. And it is just phenomenal the things that I'm realizing I'm the way I am because of what he left in me and I can see it as I'm processing and we're writing a book right now about my dad's life and the 12 main choices that he made in his life um, to mentor us and those around him and what those choices were because life is not a chance It is a choice, and we have to make choices in order to leave the kind of legacy that we want to leave behind. And and I'm so grateful for what he left in me, and it's it's just awesome as I look back and read and think and talk about his mother and his grandmother and uh, his life story, how it's been passed from generation Mm -hmm. to generation to generation. And there's an awesome scripture um, that is found in Psalm. Uh, 78 it's three through seven I don't know if I should read the whole thing but it just talks about how for four generations Mm -hmm. if you're intentional it can be passed from generation to generation to generation our values our faith Mm -hmm. uh, the choices that we make if we're intentional about it it's something that can be passed and a mark that is left in our life yeah, on and purpose. It, and it's in that verse, mm-hmm. in the passage there you're referring to, Michelle, um, those that are listening is not just like some suggestion the Bible gives. It's yeah. actually something that's commanded. 
Mm. You know, it's something as believers, as especially as a as a Christian family who is trying to build their home, their family, their marriage on, you know, Christian values and biblical principles. You know, this is something that God desires. He wants his story to be told. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about the generations before us. God doesn't want us to forget that. He wants mm-hmm. us to remember mm-hmm. all that he did and all the sacrifices that were made. You know, the, just like the old saying, you know, the blood, sweat, and tears of everything that God did mm-hmm. to get us to this place. And so rather than ignoring that or saying, oh, that's old-fashioned or mm-hmm. that doesn't work today or whatever, no, that's God's plan. And so how can we how can we change the paradigm? How can we rewrite the story? Maybe you didn't grow up in a Christian home. Maybe you didn't right. have exposure to anything like that. And so you here you are, maybe starting out in your, your marriage or you know, young family, and you're thinking, Well, I didn't have that kind of a past and or those kind of models or mm-hmm. mentors. So how does that impact me? Well, you know, even if your situation in your past may have been hurtful or dysfunctional or highly toxic or whatever, well, we have the opportunity to, we serve a God who's a God of second mm-hmm. chances. We can break that old dysfunctional cycle mm-hmm. and we can start where we are today mm-hmm. looking forward mm-hmm. and rebuild that. And we can change the course of history moving forward. Can't undo the past, but mm-hmm. we can change the future. That's something interesting about my dad's story is that his father was away at war when he was born. And uh, when he came home from the war, he had some major issues and ended up having cancer and then had MS. And so he was uh, bedridden for many years. So my dad really didn't have the the father figure in his life he he was present in the home but he passed when my dad was 17 years old so he didn't for many many years mm-hmm. his dad was not really present mm-hmm. in his life and so he had to learn what it meant to be a father mm-hmm. he he had a strong mother uh, figure in his life but he really didn't have that father figure and so he had to seek it out I, I think he was the best father in the world. I couldn't have dreamed of a better father. But it wasn't something that he he really was passed to him from his father. It was something mm-hmm. that he had to seek out and learn. He sought mentors and uh, he he sought the Lord and you know he did a lot of things to to find out what it meant to be a good father. The same is true with my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, my uh, my dad came from a non Christian, non churched you know home. In fact, you know, he was basically raised in the back of his grandfather's bar. Um, Mm -hmm. He was a street gang leader, um, in and out of jail, drugs, alcohol. My mom was an only child, but she knew six different men in her life that she called Mm -hmm. dad as a father. And my dad married her on her 15th birthday. So he was 17. She got married on her 15th birthday to my dad. And both of them did not know the Lord at the time. Super long story short, same situation as Michelle just alluded to. They didn't have a, you know, good modeling situation growing up. Mm -hmm. But it was through the man who ended up leading my parents to the Lord. Um, He and his wife 
uh, had my mom and my dad come live with them and basically just sewed into them and mentored them on how to live life. Mm. And it changed the course of their their future. Right. And now they have four sons that are all serving God and, and now Amazing. grandchildren. And so Michelle's side, you know, now you have all the grandkids. And so forever yeah. grateful for, for the, that couple that mentored them, yeah. you yeah. know, forever changed our life. So it changed the trajectory mm -hmm. of future yeah. generations. Yeah. So that's our encouragement today to anybody who's listening who might say, well, that's great for you guys, but you don't understand the home I was raised in, or you don't understand mm -hmm. my situation. And, and we may not, but you know, our encouragement and hope would be that regardless of what your circumstances or past um, home life or structure may have been growing up, you know, we serve a God who is a God of new beginnings, mm -hmm. and he wants to do something new in your life and in your home and your marriage with your kids and do something new as Isaiah teaches us. He wants to do a new thing. Right. He wants to bring about something new and fresh that can mm -hmm. be imparted into future generations. And so that's why it's so, so important that we focus on what we're going to leave in our children, mm -hmm. not just for our children. Right, right. And for those listeners that are coming from maybe the same place your parents came from and mm -hmm. they didn't have a legacy imparted to them, mm -hmm. you guys can help them build that legacy because you can be the mentors in their lives. And let right. me just, just let folks know, if you are interested in Rodney and Michelle's mentoring program, just go to the doublewinclub.com and you can learn about their mentoring program. In fact, there's a 30-day trial option, I guess we could call it, right? Mm -hmm. They can get 30 days of free mentoring. And also, I know I'm supposed to wait till the end of the <laughs> episode to share this, but you guys, you can get Rodney's new book called The Double Win, Eight Questions Everyone Must Ask to Win at Work and at Home. So uh, what a great opportunity for people who want to build this legacy. They don't know how. You guys can help them with that. Right. Absolutely. Yes, yes. We all we all need mentors in our lives. I I was reading um, in the Bible one day about the prophet Elijah and Elisha, and yeah. um, the the prophet Elijah said to Elisha, "You know what can I do for you before I leave?" And uh, Elisha said, "Your life repeated in mine wow. was his only request." And we all need somebody that we look to that I want to repeat what mm -hmm. they did. Mm -hmm. They did it right. Mm -hmm. And um, that kind of became a mantra for me. And thinking about my dad, I was so blessed to have mm -hmm. him as a mentor in my life. And that truly, when I write down words that describe him, I keep going back to mentor. We all need a mentor in our life. And your life repeated in mine was just kind of the, the thought and prayer that I had. And the, it's the things that are left in us and the things that we give to our children that were you know core values things that will last mm -hmm. forever you know right. really mm -hmm. in their life but when I we tell this story when I was traveling one time in Texas there were these orange um figures in the hallway at at the southwest terminal there in the uh, Dallas airport and they were women and there were 3D figures. So it was they had scanned these women of influence and they told their story down at the bottom, but they were orange, you know. And so it was like they had taken this 
this person and they repeated them like it was like they were standing right there in front of me and that was kind of the thought that I had that your life repeated in mine what can I do you know to where I repeat the same things over and over and how can I be that for my kids and we kind of came up with this 3d legacy uh, that we can talk about now sure that Um, but the first one is to decide uh, what your legacy will be you have to determine mm, that, you know, right. you can't go somewhere without knowing the destination and just kind of figuring out what does that look like? Who does that look like? Right. Who, who's doing what I want to do and in my life. So we have to determine what we want it to be. And the Bible says, you know, that we have to determine as for me and my house will serve the Lord. You know, Joshua said that you have to decide what your future is going to look mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, many things that we can do. We can look to our past. We can look to our, our present, what's going on in our life right now, and then look to our future. What things do we need to put in place? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. systems do I need to put in place? What mm-hmm. things do I need to put on my calendar? Right. What things do I need to be very intentional about to determine what my future is going to look like? Yeah, I I mean, at the end of the day, it. It's a it's an issue of us, I think, trying to figure out. Um, I like to say it this way: um, you can't become who you need to be by remaining who you are. Mm-hmm. So that requires change. And so, really, what question or excuse me, what what changes do we need to to make? What questions do we need to ask ourselves? Mm-hmm. When it comes to, you know, maybe the patterns that we have been consistent of repeating that may not have been healthy, mm-hmm. life-giving, productive patterns that maybe are the kind of values that we ultimately would like to impart. But these are values that maybe they're the wrong kind of values, but we, we kind of inherited those values mm-hmm. from a previous generation that maybe were not the best kind of values. So if I want to to move away from that and embrace something completely new and different that is more in alignment with what God values and what's important to him and what's important to me and to us as a family, then I have to start making whatever adjustments and make those changes. And sometimes they're hard. They're very difficult. Some of them are emotional. But we have to work through that so that we can start in really imprinting, if you will, Mm -hmm. the right kind of values, Mm -hmm. principles that we're committed to live by moving Mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. That's the end result. That's the future that we want to start moving towards. And so that change is the hard part. And it's learning a lot about ourselves. It's learning a lot about our past. It's why we think the way we think, why we've chosen to do some of the things that we've done. A lot of that has been shaped because of what's been imprinted on us in the past. Mm -hmm. So we have to kind of throw off, you know, not not, not that we're disrespecting or Mm -hmm. disrespecting or dishonoring, you know, our parents Mm -hmm. or grandparents or whomever. We're not doing that to dishonor them. But at the same time, we got to, we have to kind of put on a a new set of clothes in the sense of taking off the old garments, putting on the new ones and realizing that moving forward, we're going to have to do things differently mm-hmm. and in order to to have the positive generational impact that we want to see mm-hmm. carried out for 
um, future generations. I love in the the Passion Translation, it uses the word perpetuity. Mm-hmm. It's that ongoing, endless, you know, legacy mm-hmm. that we impart. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's so the three really Ds. Good. Yes. What's the the second one? So the first one is decide yep. what what you want your future, your legacy to be, and then the second is to determine how you want to make your mark. So it's similar mm-hmm. to, to what we mm-hmm. were just talking about, but again, life isn't a chance; it's a choice. It's, it's the choices choice. that we make, and it's what we do uh, daily in our life. Yes. What are the things that yes. we're doing daily? Because those are the things that are going to add up to make a difference mm-hmm. in our life. So. Yeah, and just to put it in a practical sense, so for example, it might be maybe you didn't grow up going to church, mm-hmm. and so it might be a situation where you say, you know what? Well, this is a decision that we're going to mm-hmm. make as a couple or as mm-hmm. a family. We're going to start going to church. Right. We're going to make that a priority, yeah. rather than allowing soccer or gymnastics or just mowing the grass or you know watching a football mm-hmm. game on Sunday to be our mm-hmm. norm. Mm-hmm we're going to say no to some good things right. so we can say yes to better things mm-hmm. that's going to actually impart and imprint the kind of values that we want to live by. And so that's where we have to start making those changes that I spoke to a few moments ago. And that's where our really our priorities comes in as it relates to how we're going to restructure things so that we can actually carry out mm-hmm. what we say we want to actually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when when people when our children think of us, what are what is our life marked by? Right. Uh, one thing can be the convictions. You know, are we what convictions is is our life marked by? And I re- reference all the time the Word of God um, because that is my true north mm-hmm. in my life, mm-hmm. and I want that to be passed to my children, Mm -hmm. you know, and my grandchildren and my great grandchildren that they can mark their life by this true North, that there is Mm -hmm. a right and wrong, you know, and that there is only one way that is North. And in life there is as well with our convictions and our values that we do have a compass for our life. And, and I believe that's the word of God. And so that's something that I really tried to impart to my children Mm -hmm. that they can build their life on what the Bible talks about that firm foundation instead of the sand, (laughs) you know, that they can build their life on the rock and they can have something that they can hold on to. And that can be so practical. Mm -hmm. I, I remember just a few months back, my daughter, Tiffany is, I think 24. I say, I think, because I'm not good with numbers. It's just somewhere in the neighborhood, right? And she was having a work issue, right? Mm. And she said, Mom, what do I do about this? She was perplexed. She wanted to, could I say she wanted to, she was upset. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it that way. She was very frustrated. Mm-hmm. And she could have taken it, the, she could have done the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Not that she would have, mm-hmm. but she said, Mom, what do I do? I said, well, let's just consider what the Bible tells us to do Mm -hmm. in this scenario and go with that. Mm -hmm. Right. And she's Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, right. It's that (laughs) easy. It's that easy. Let's Mm -hmm. just see what the the word says. And she already knew Mm -hmm. what the word would say about it, what the Bible would say. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, yeah, it is that simple. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do that because we've determined that that is our standard. Mm -hmm. So I I think in a very practical way, just 
Yeah. And I think you, having the word in your life, yeah. you know, so that you can lean on that. It just becomes a part of mm-hmm. you is, is important and it may not be the easy way, but it is the mm-hmm. best way to really build your life yes. Yes. on a firm foundation. Just as simple as even reading one proverb a day, because yeah. there's such wisdom yes. in the proverbs, you know, it can answer most of life's questions <laughs> in the proverbs, you know, if you can read Proverbs 31, mm-hmm. you know, on the 31st day of the mm-hmm. month. Yeah, it's yes. funny that, yes, <laughs> amen, and, and, and like say, amen and FM. Um, but uh, yeah, it's funny you brought that illustration or example up about your daughter, because in today's world and culture, you know, a lot of parents might would say, uh, well, if that's the way they're treating you, you just need to quit. Yeah. Or exactly. if that's the way they're treating you, you need to give them a piece of your mm-hmm. mind. Or if that's the way they're treating you, well, you need to stand up for yourself. Don't be a doormat, blah, blah, blah. Well, is that really what we want? Is that the wise way. counsel yeah. we really want to give? Um, do they have the right to do that? Well, possibly. But, you know, is that the best way to right. approach that? Right. Probably not. But again, it's those convictions of there's a right way and a wrong way. There's a healthy way. There's an unhealthy way. There's a life-giving way. There's a destructive way. There's so many different things. And if we're not Mm -hmm. careful, we can just kind of conform to the way the world does it Mm -hmm. or the way the culture teaches or models it because that's the default. Right. You know. So it's living by those convictions. And then yeah, the character, yeah. Um, having the mark of character in your life as well. It's mm-hmm. just so important that we, we're known by our character. Absolutely. Uh, that's, yeah. that's the way people will know us. Yes. And uh, God's original design is for us to be like, like him, you know, and he's, he's kind of chipping away through a lot of things in our life. Yes. You know, the people that we look towards to as mentors can help us with our character, but also the struggles and the pressures and the challenges of life are great at developing mm-hmm. our character yeah. if we allow it to. And our children are watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we go through difficult times, our life is telling a story. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they'll remember. Yep. You know, I remember what mm-hmm. my dad went mm-hmm. through and the character that he displayed when he went through some yes. different, very difficult times that That's marked right. my life. It marked you. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And it's helping our kids navigate through those hard mm-hmm. decisions, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the character qualities that we can impart mm-hmm. to them by just helping kind of navigate with them through things where mm-hmm. it's how they handle things. It's how they approach things. It's what they say or maybe what they don't say, or what they do, what they don't do. And all of those things are helping shape their character. So, for example, you know, I had a conversation just recently about uh, a situation with my son, Luke. And, um, you know, he was kind of in a fork of the road type situation Mm -hmm. related to what he should do between a couple of parties on a relationship level and on a business level. And it was a, you know, a little bit of a sticky situation, somewhat of a complicated situation. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you need to honor. You need to, first and foremost, you need to honor the person that you're working directly with. Mm -hmm. Honor him, honor the process, and Mm -hmm. and everything else will fall into place. Mm -hmm. Well, that was a way for me to help him from a character perspective um, just walk through and navigate a very complicated situation. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, 
I wanted him to win with his character yes. in the eyes of the person that really deserved to be honored in the process. Mm-hmm. And both deserve to be honored, mm-hmm. but I wanted him to understand the value of honor mm-hmm. and the value of just open communication mm-hmm. and transparency, right. because all of that is attached to your character. Yes, right. You yes. know, if he would have went around his back or if he would have done something mm-hmm. that wouldn't have been, you know, right or ethical, well, that would have been a reflection on mm-hmm. his character. Mm-hmm. So all of those things, you know, are huge yeah. when it yeah. comes to just kind of, again, this is what we're leaving in That's right. our kids. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So another mark is communication. So not just communication with them, um, because that, I mean, that is, that is extremely important. (laughs) That is extremely important. First of all, communication with God, you know, through prayer, uh, that I want to be remembered and known in my legacy as a woman of prayer. No question. I want that to be, uh, mark it down right now. I pray I'll be a woman of prayer. Um, but also communication with our kids is just really, really important. Mm -hmm. Those moments that we, we find that are not necessarily on our time, but on their time, you know, when they're ready to communicate, are we ready and are we willing to, to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. in communication and help speak truth to Mm -hmm. them? Mm -hmm. Uh, what our friend, Sean Lovejoy talks about the last, what, 99, or the last one per 10% in a conversation. You hold back the last 10%, but it's so important, and it's so important with our kids, too, that we're real honest Mm -hmm. with them, and sometimes the conversations are not easy. No. You know, but sometimes we have to go there and... Speak uh, the truth in love, in a spirit of love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's so good. That's right. And the last... uh, that is a mark of confidence. Mm. Not only do I want to be known a, a woman of confidence that my, my kids mm-hmm. can look to, that I walked in and I did the things that I felt I was the purpose of my right. life, right. but I want to pass that and that mark be left in them, not not pride or ego, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Wa- walking confidently right. in what God has called you to. Right. Yes, yeah, and confidence comes mm-hmm. from God. So mm-hmm. rather than our kids seeing their confidence in what they drive <laughs> or how much money they make or what they wear or the house they live in or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that's not confidence, Mm-mm. you know, but confidence comes from God. So the more secure we are in our mm-hmm. relationship with him, mm-hmm. when our identity is built upon him, we understand who we are in him. And we realize that God is for us. Mm-hmm. He's with us. Mm-hmm. God, uh, he and he alone is the one who gives us the confidence that we, I like to call, call it Godfidence. Yeah. It's the Godfidence that he gives us that allows us to walk, not arrogantly, but walk humbly, right. but securely mm-hmm. in our confidence because of our identity is in him yes not in anything or anybody else and that's where true confidence comes from so if we can impart those values those principles those legacy marks that michelle talked about then we're setting our children up for success we're going to help them win that they can pass on Mm -hmm leave those legacy marks onto their children. Yes. Yeah. So the, the, the last one. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just saying Here. the goal is that, that four generations think That's about, right. you know, just the ripple effect, mm-hmm. you know, That's that can right. have. Yeah. And the last one is just dare to live intentional, That's you know, it. because, uh, 
life is short. You got to live intentional and life is long. You got to stay encouraged. (laughs) So we want, we're here to encourage you, but live each day, each moment intentional. The Bible tells us Mm -hmm. to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom, that we can make a difference with our lives. We have to number and count our days. Um, but don't, don't get overwhelmed. You know, it's one day at a time and just intentionally each moment just making a, a difference in, in those that are right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, yeah. guys, thank you for making a difference in the lives of our listeners today because I'm sure they've been encouraged. And uh, it, it's it's just, just take this with you guys. Those of you that are listening, it's far more important to leave something inside of our children than to leave something to them, right, mm-hmm. or for them. Mm-hmm. So what wisdom. We want to remind you that we'd love to hear from you you can DM us on Instagram or Facebook. Leave us your review, your questions, because Rodney and Michelle want to answer your questions in future episodes. Give them uh, podcast topic ideas that would be helpful to you. And also, I know you know some folks that need to hear these podcast episodes. So, hey, share it. Share it with your friends, your family, and you'll end up being the hero. It just might help a family turn the corner Mm -hmm. and start winning because we all sometimes feel like we're losing but uh, that's why the winning family podcast exists it's to encourage you and to inspire you and to help Mm -hmm. you in a very practical way Mm -hmm. so find out more about rodney and michelle's mentoring program at the doublewinclub.com you can also find a copy uh, of the new book the double win on amazon or barnes and noble wherever you buy books and you can even did i even mention this they can get a copy. I probably did earlier. They can get a copy of your new book by going to the doublewinclub.com, signing up for 30 days of free mentoring, and they'll get a book in the mail. A hardcover, right? A hardcover book. Free yeah. copy. Nice. That's right. Yeah. Nice. And, you know, it's just a tool and resource that will help um, mm-hmm. individuals, couples, families, once again, to yeah. it's built around eight questions. And the purpose of these questions are just to begin, if anything, it's to stir up some things in your heart and in your mind to help you evaluate your current situation. Mm-hmm. And really these questions are designed to be not only thought provoking, but also help kind of like frame changes that need to be made, mm-hmm. steps that need to be taken in order for you to win both at home and in life. And whether that's in the workplace or with your kids in school or whatever season or circumstances they're in. So anyway, we just want to come alongside and be the cheerleaders, if you will, of today's parents, couples, so that they can uh, be all that God has destined them to be and help them succeed and win and, mm-hmm. and uh, achieve the, their desired goals as well as a family. Absolutely. You well, can do it. This, that's right. We are cheering you on, and we'll see you next time.